Hello. Hey, how you Whoa. doing? Welcome to Perfectly <laughs> Twisted. <laughs> What's good? How was you were in New York all week? You know what? I had a had a great week. I uh, went to Nashville, Tennessee, and then I went right from Nashville on the Fourth of July to New York City, and so it was it was fantastic. And it, to go to two different places that are much different felt like two vacations. So um, I love New York. I know you're there all the time, Nicole, but I, I absolutely loved every bit of it. It was fantastic. Well, you know where I haven't been to Nashville. I would love. I want. I've been wanting. Nashville's to go to Nashville a good time. So bad, and I had a trip planned and. You, pandemic hit and that all went out the window um so how was how was Nashville for was it hot it was it was hot New York I felt was hotter New York was hotter 91 with the humidity but one thing about Nashville it is all about a good time I mean you can drink everywhere they literally have a bar in Taco Bell in Nashville are you kidding uh, not joking I mean you want to drink that is the place to be everyone always talks about New Orleans or Las Vegas Nashville, I've never seen anything like it. It is all about having a good time 24-7. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then so it, it, New York, um, yeah, hot as heck, right? So humid. So it, was. it was. It was hot and humid. That's one thing about the Southern California that, that def I definitely missed. But, you, you know, again, you go more than I do. And um, I don't know what it is. I love – first thing I do when I walk out is I always like to find where's the Empire State Building and then navigate from there, just going, okay, this is the mm -hmm. iconic part of the city. And then I try and get my bearings of where I'm at. But the food is so good. It's like everywhere I ate, everything was so good. And I love walking across the Brooklyn Bridge and, you know, seeing the people. And everybody was extremely friendly. I didn't feel in danger at any time. I really enjoyed the city and, and just, just had a great time. I couldn't live there. I'm not tough enough. I'll be honest with you. But uh, I, I absolutely loved it and can see why, you know, really it's the number one city in the United States. Well, speaking of food, I saw you posted something about the New York pizza, but then you yeah. hashtagged, um, what, how do you say that? Meat Carl? Sabaros, so, so, that was a joke. It was, I'm okay. a fan of the TV I, I, show. I was office. like, I hope that this is a joke. <laughs> it's awful pizza, but you can get it in every <laughs> yeah, mall okay. in the country. I was no, like, it's awful. Like, what? talking about i was like there's no way there's no, no way. way he went there in no. new york like we were like Times square <laughs> no no it, oh, no that's funny no so i'm a fan of the office and in in the tv show the office um steve carell's character goes to new york because he has a meeting and he says i gotta stop off for new york's famous pizza and that's where he he does the same thing with that i did he took the picture you know the video in front and of course, that's not it. I wouldn't eat that in you know okay. the gallery and <laughs> Sherman Oaks. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, no. My favorite pizza, though, and I got to ask you if you have a favorite, is Little Italy pizza was outstanding. But Joe's pizza, the line was a half a mile long, and I didn't even try and get in there for a slice of pizza. But it must be great because the line never went down. Oh, really? You know, to be honest, I don't really eat a lot of pizza when I go there. You don't just say when in New York doing it. No, because they have great pizza here. There's a great pizza place down the street, but I have great pizza at, <laughs> at a phone call away at any time. So give a give a shout out for it. I'm I'm curious. Do you know the name of the place? Because I'm I'm one of those people that and I love LA food. There, there's so many great places in LA. Fine, to go. fine pizza. I feel fine like pizza. they're um I feel like they're they're nationwide. I feel like they have got a few locations. Okay. Hands down, fantastic. And they do different styles of pizza. Um, so there's something for everybody, different styles, but really good. Really, really, really good. good. Really huge pizzas too, like gigantic. Love it. No, I yeah. absolutely love it. And yeah, if you're ever maybe... around there, check them out because they're really good. When just curious, when you were a kid, I've never asked you this. When you were a kid, like my dad was one of those guys that he wasn't into like he wasn't going to take his kids to uh, get a steak dinner where you know it's going to cost you five hundred dollars. So we were going to Cupid's Hot Dogs in the Valley, and and we're going to Pink's, and we're going to Tommy's, and you know I'll eat that food because it reminds me of of my dad. Not 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 all the time, but when I'm in LA, I'll try and make certain stops that remind me of my childhood. When you were a kid, did your parents take you to kind of like dive hamburger and hot dog places or anything like that, or were they into you know we're going to go for a nice meal, we're going to sit down? Okay, so it's funny that you asked that. My dad always ate really well. Like it was always like going to fine dining um, uh -huh. and we ate well. And my mom, totally the opposite, terrible cook and was always like, well, <laughs> Carl's Jr.? Carl's Jr.? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Number, 
Yeah, the guacamole burger is great. <laughs> they still had like the crinkle cut fries. Yeah. You know, remember that? And yeah, and the I famous just, star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just get a cheeseburger and those crinkle cut fries. And um, that was my meal a lot of the days. <laughs> so when you were a kid, though, what? who did you want to eat with? I mean, you're a kid. Do you want to eat with your dad or do you want to eat with your mom? Um, Just as long as my mom wasn't cooking, I was cool. <laughs> Wait, so you knew at a young age, my mom can't cook. Like you didn't. Oh, terrible. Oh, you knew. You, oh, had, you obviously had options where you knew the difference of her cooking and someone else's cooking. Well, you know, I, it just everything was horrible. And it was like. Um, and it was such a, such a dramatic experience to get to where the food was finally on the table. Um, so she's, you know, swearing and yelling and screaming in the kitchen. And I thought for the longest time, I thought that asparagus was brown. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize that you could have green, crunchy, nice asparagus till I was much older. And I always thought, Eat this, and you know she boiled everything. She boiled the asparagus, boiled Brussels sprouts. I was like, "What are you doing?" Really? So no, my mom just was just terrible, and everything was cold. So it came to the table at different times: cold, cold, brown, soggy asparagus and Brussels sprouts. I mean, I don't even think she used salt and pepper. I'm not sure. It was um, it was tragic. It was yeah, who knows? You you might have grown up to be five eleven. You never know. Maybe your mom <laughs> yeah, had a problem right. with it. <laughs> I think all the nutrients are gone at that point. Boiled out. That is too funny. So I overall, know. for you, how was how was your week? Good week. Um, not the best week. <laughs> oh, not going to bore you with details. Definitely not the best week. But um, you know what? I just got to keep. I just keep staying positive and just keep going forward and. I know everything will be okay, you know. Always. Yeah, always. But I did find a great new product that I'm in love with that I want to tell everybody about. Yes. I used used this serum called Glass Skin, um, and it's by Peach and Lily, which I know I've talked about them before. um, But I have found it in um, Ulta at Target, too. But I used the serum, and then I just found um, the mist. The mist. And I absolutely love it because if I forget to use it, I can spray it on. You can spray it on before or after your makeup um, or with no makeup and um, put it in the fridge. It's so really? amazing. It comes in this glass um, glass container so it gets nice and cold. And um, ladies, if you haven't tried it, try it. My daughter stole the serum one. So that's why I was on the hunt for um a new one and I found this and so I was like oh, I'll try it I like a good mist and it's fantastic it's just it's such such a good product it's been around forever um, but it's a solid staple so if you use it and you haven't tried the mist yet I highly recommend it is it one of those that you put on then before you leave the house you don't put it in your purse you, you mentioned put it in the refrigerator yeah I, yeah okay. and for the summer I'm going to keep it in the fridge because Listen, I'm at a certain age. I get a little overheated. <laughs> My temperatures can run a little hot these days. So, um, yes, anything in the fridge, I'm all for it. We've got, I've got all kinds of things in the fridge. We've got like um, rollers in the fridge. We've got spray oh, in the fridge. I've got an Evian spray in the fridge. Yes. My, my daughter just got a little mini fridge for her bedroom that has like a, the makeup mirror on it. I don't know if you've seen. Probably not. She don't have little girls, but. Um, so that's what everybody's doing. They're using their this little refrigerator and they're putting all their products in it. And, you know. I tell you, I am every time I hear mini fridge, I keep thinking of Heather from the Real Housewives of Orange County when she was oh going through God. that list. Micro she dropped that micro, the micro fridge. Micro the fridge microwave and refrigerator. refrigerator. I mean, <laughs> how out of touch are we? How out of touch are we? Oh my god! It, it is. Like, it's the funniest thing I think in the history of those shows when she completely thinks it's a microwave and a refrigerator together. And she's such a she's such a know it all. You know, and yes. I mean that in like the, the nicest way because I do enjoy watching her. But she is Miss Know It All, and so when she says it so matter of factly, I was just like, oh, oh my god! No. <laughs> it is. It is the best. It is the best. But every time someone says mini fridge, and I hear it a lot now because I have a lot of friends whose kids are going to college and they always uh-huh. go, I have to get the mini fridge. I go, the micro fridge? And they get look at me. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. So funny. Okay. So speaking of housewives. Um, yes. 
have you been watching anything? I have, of course, I have. I have. Okay. I've been I've been watching Housewives of Orange County. Okay, okay. And, and I love that. I love that one. I'm glad they brought Tamra back. Took her less than one episode to turn right back into the Tamra that she's always been. I always think I don't know why Nicole. I fall for it all the time, and maybe because I'm a guy and and she's pretty and she seems like a nice person, but man, she turns into a bitch right away. And yeah, and I go every single time. I'm like, oh, she's she's changed. And she hasn't changed, and she's always the shit stirrer and everything else. And but she makes the show go. She she honestly makes the show go uh, to the point where last year I thought was very boring, and for her to to cause problems is is unbelievable. But I am watching, and I'm watching a show that you recommended for me to watch with Luann and Sonia too. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's bring my friend John on. John West is a really good friend of mine and he's my go-to for everything. Cause I get like in the week, I can't keep up with everything. And he always has the rundowns on everything. (laughs) Hey, good looking. Um, So John always like, is always filling me in on everything. And I was like, so I I had to bring him on so we could dish on all the stuff. So, So um, hear <laughs> or like huh? like uh like ken says did you hear <laughs> when he comes <laughs> <in>? <laughs> that's what he does exactly. he just walks into the kitchen and drops a cake did he hear that's true yeah i know that was so that, that was so funny that was such a setup but but you know speaking of tamra dave i mean john and i kind of think that oc is a little boring and she's just is so yeah <laughs> Face. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just so predictable, I guess. I guess that's it's predictable. So we really are excited for Vicky to come back. Yes. Okay. So we want to check our love tanks. We're here for it. Yeah. So John, John, I got a question then for both of you yeah. is did Vicky get taken off the show because the ego got too big and Annie didn't want to deal with her? What's your theory and why they even took her off? Because Vicky and, and Tamara, I always say you need someone that kind of stirs the drink and those two always did it. Right. So from my understanding is Tamara and Vicky were both demoted to friend of, and they took that personally. So they both exited. And okay. Went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Real Housewives, uh, Ultimate Girls Trip showed them back together. Great. So now they're obviously both back on the show. Hopefully we're whooping it up again because... <laughs> Yeah, they need Vicky on there because I get it. Bringing Tamara back was better than last season, but it's still, it's just not enough. Yeah, and I mean, it came off to me a little try hard, like fighting episode one. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're trying to secure your next season tour. Yeah. Yeah, it's still predictable. I got a theory for both of you too. You guys let let me know if I'm crazy. Heather seems like... Orange County is beneath her. Like Heather seems like she would like to be part of the Beverly Hills housewives. Well, to quote Heather, I think she's done. Please leave. (laughs) She's over. (laughs) Well, she did get a place in LA. They did get a a place in Los Angeles. Um, She wants to be back in the industry and in the scene. And her kids have left. And, um, did all her kids leave or one was enough? And she's like, two, two yeah. of the four, two of the four. She still has two at home, but yeah, I, I just, I don't think that she thinks it's beneath her. It obviously gave her a spotlight, but I just think she wants back to where her goals and aspirations were, which. In LA. But yeah. she, you know, I think in general, she kind of has an air of that. She's better than. Oh, anything, everything. right. 100%. Yeah. And then, yeah. Some of it's warranted, some of it's not. Some of it's yeah. husband's money. Some of it's... Yeah, I you know. know. It's, yeah. like I, I remember she was having a conversation and she said something like she didn't even know how many bedrooms were in her house. And I was Listen, like... That's if you have to get past three gates to get through my front door, yeah. I'm going to have an air to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would, I, how did you get here? You didn't just drop by. No, you didn't just drop by. You came through three gates to get here. I knew yeah. you were here. so nicole Nicole, being in the business and you've been an actress your whole life how good of an actress is she like is she like see do you see her working again and getting an opportunity and saying you know what she she is good at this craft 
Sure. I mean, I think so. And I, you know what I would to, to add to that is I feel like she's doing line readings on the show. Um, like when she said to does Chanel make rakes, like it's so, um, it's so actory of her. <laughs> it's so, it is su- such line readings that she's doing. Um, so I think her heart is there. I mean, I think that that's where her heart is because she can't help herself. She's bringing it into this reality show. So, I mean, I hope so. I Didn't they do an episode where she was on, um, she shot an episode of something, a sitcom. And I thought she did a good job. Yeah, she, she did a couple. They did, what was it, Hawaii Five-O? They did that Malibu mm-hmm. country back in the day. Um, but yeah, I think she's great for her niche or genre. I don't see her doing, you know, Sally Field and Still Magnolias. Right. Like high drama. But yeah, and I don't think she necessarily enough. wants to either. I feel like I feel like right. with her, like she's so she's so rich, she's so fancy pants that um, she just likes to work a little bit to like for the attention and for the you know for doing the craft, right. and then she probably I I can't even see her committing to like a full time, right. or or even like supporting her, like a lead. I I don't see it. You know, but I can't speak for her, but. Um, I just in my opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> what do you think about the storyline that they've pulled up the IMDB page on her and they comment about I mean, all her work? We've talked about that already, Nicole. You go ahead and take it. Well, first of all, the fact that none of them can pronounce IMDB um, was hilarious. So that would lead me to think nobody else has one. So, um, but then there's Tamara just lying again, you know, the whole 1900s. It, it's like, it reminds me of something my kid would say. My kid said, um, she said to somebody, oh yeah, my, my mom was born in the 1900s, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it was so innocent, but you know, it's such a stab. It's such a jab. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I digress. I I, I think that they're jealous in a way because it's something they don't have. It's something that they don't do. And right. they obviously all came on the show and stayed on it for a level of fame, a level of notoriety, a level of even financial security, which she has and has had to some extent. So yeah, I think there's a jealousy there. Definitely. Yeah. She doesn't need it. Like, she doesn't need the show. She doesn't need to ever work again. I mean, let's face it; she, <laughs> her life is set. She's secure. Uh, so, but then just like the relevance of IMDb, and that's what I was kind of hinting at. It's it's not like where a lot of people go and look. Anyway. Yeah, IMDb is getting really old, and I, I've talked about this before on on the show. Um, and I, I just canceled my my subscription to IMDb Pro. I was like, no, nope, I'm not renewing you. You will not change my information. You will not put my true life story up. I'm not supporting you. I'm definitely not sending you any more money. So, um, no, out out with it. I think everybody goes to uh, Actors Access, right? Isn't that where every everybody goes to Actors Access now? So, there's a there's a new sheriff in town. IMDb. <laughs> there's there's a new player in the game and. Uh, you know, nobody wants to pay. First of all, it's like such a, like you didn't used to have to pay for it. Now you have to pay for it. And it's all bullshit on there. So what's the point of it? So yeah, those are my feelings. I heard you say you watched crappy lake. I did. Enjoyed it. My, Well, I, you know, I will, I'll be honest with you so far, not enjoying it. Um, and then I'm getting mad at Nicole for making me watch it. Because here's the deal. I, I'm one of these guys, John, that will start watching a show and I have to watch it to the end. Even if I don't enjoy the show, now I'm in. I'm invested. And okay. I'm, I'm invested in this show. So did and you watch so, two back to back? Yes, of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. I'm a train wreck. But you got me into this. It's another thing I'm now addicted to, thanks to Nicole. And, and I will watch it all the way through. Lake. I think it's, it's officially Crappie Lake. But they call Is that it right? Crappie Lake. Yeah, the- oh, that's hilarious. And, and I get that it's a play on Schitt's Creek. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. Screaming, yes. But yeah, and I, I like it because, well, it's the Simple Life 2.0 we didn't know we needed. Yeah. In Plus, I mean, let's look at their lineup right now. Coming next week, okay, we're getting great with New York coming back and what else is coming back? Uh, below Deck. Yeah, Down Below Deck uh, with the Australian. Right huh? 
Oh, no, actually, right now we were kind of in a snooze fest, so it, it's needed, and I think we just all need to laugh after Scandal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Atlanta's back. Yeah, Atlanta's back in that mid-season trailer. Hot and steamy. Yeah. I like Atlanta. They always <laughs> they always deliver. I don't care <laughs> what season it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they always deliver. Unbelievable. Love that show. And I hope that we see more of Kim Zolciak Beerman. I hope. Do you think that they're going to play out her whole, like, divorce? Well, I think cameras were already down. And, I mean, what I said in text to people was, I think it was all just since they're back together and called off the divorce. I think it was just a play to get cameras up on them. Oh. Oh, they are back together? Yeah. They called off the divorce. They were seeing paparazzi at church. Uh, Sunday and yeah I think it was a play to bring a show back so they can get out of their money woes right because I had I okay that makes sense because I had read that they were they did it to get out of money issues back taxes and evictions and all that that were happening so um foreclosures that were happening so I think that I thought that maybe that's why but it would make sense that they would want the cameras back up on them because she seems so in this first episode of, um, or in this episode of Atlanta, this last one, um, she seems totally happy and like, there's no sign of. Yeah. Listen, not that anybody's a true indicator because people lie all the time. Let's talk Kyle and Maurizio. People like fool you all the time. And then you find out, Oh no, we're miserable. Is she in a relationship with a woman? Who knows? But talk about cameras back up. Um, Mercedes from Shaw's was just on uh, Lala's show talking about, because, okay, so she works at the agency with Mauricio now. Oh. Um, so cameras are back up because they've been filming and okay. heavily focused on Mauricio and Kyle. Interesting. But, well, because she keeps being photographed with that, like, hot, hot lady, right? Morgan. With all the tattoos. Yeah, huh? country singer, right? Morgan, Morgan Wade, Morgan something. I think you're right. I think the last name's Wade. It's fine. I was looking at all this stuff in New York. I was yeah. I was doing the same thing. And, and I, I did exactly, Nicole, what you said was, is she with a woman now? And then um, I, it was hard to get the story. Is she just with a woman because she's a close friend and, and that's who she wants to hang out with? Or is she switched teams? You know what I mean? It was kind of well, confusing to get the story. It's very confusing. And there, who knows? There's a matching tattoo. There's a matching ring they both have. So obviously people are drawing speculations, but I've been on trips with people and got a matching ring, no matching tattoos yet. But, you know. Yeah, I've got the matching ring with my best friend and uh, her and I got the matching rings. No tattoos for sure. Definitely not a tattoo. But I wouldn't see like a young Nicole being <laughs> being above that. I, that definitely could have been something I could have done. Um, but you know, at this age and at this time, it just feels like maybe she's experimenting. Maybe she's, you know, checking it out. Because it seems like um, the other girl, too, that got a divorce from Atlanta. Um, why am I blanking on her name? One where her and her husband never, ever, ever got along. And she's been with the basketball player, right? The female basketball player. God, what are their names? Oh, my God. I'm trying to blank, too. Um. She had the gym, like she had the, uh, or she was doing like a, a weight loss workout. Oh, Drew, Drew Sedora. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Ah. This whole mid-season trailer's about, yeah. <laughs> yes, that. So yes. she's with that super hot, like basketball player chick too, right? It's like, this is happening yeah. everywhere. Listen, Maybe. if I could, I would. If, if I could, I would, I feel like it would be so much easier to be with a woman than with a man. I mean, I do not blame them at all for dipping that toe in that pond because uh, <laughs> it just, to me, it seems like there's such less bullshit and like at least women understand women and, you know. Well, right. Like I, just, I was like, I mean, I think I texted you this earlier because I was watching The Bachelorette. Like, if that's a selection of people out there, yeah, like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> guys are just like so petty and childish and I, I don't know if they're just trying to make good tv but like the tattletaling like you don't come off in any way as somebody yeah. in a relationship <laughs> period yeah 
and guys, it's like a lot of um, people seems like they just like to lie, just to like lie. <laughs> the I, I don't understand that. It's like what I don't get it. Like either you want to date somebody or you don't. Um, if you want to just be on this TV show, so you're pretending you want to be in a relationship, but it trickles into real life. Men are like they tell you like what they think you want to hear, which is just so. And I'm not saying women don't do it too. I'm not saying that, but you know, I can only speak from experience. And it's like, they just tell you what they think you want to hear. And most of the time, it's not what I want to hear. Like, I don't, <laughs> but, but I don't want to hear that. Well, they are, though. I mean, that's pretty much just has to keep your eyes open. But yeah, just it's rough out there. <laughs> rough out there. So what, t tell me about um, The Bachelorette, because I haven't seen anything on it. So I think we're only in episode three, but there was uh, Brayden. He's kind of like the front runner, got the uh, first impression rose, first episode. And since then, everybody's kind of just been going to, I think her name's Charity, uh, okay. the Bachelorette, and just basically telling on him, oh, he told us this, this, and this. And it's just so like blown up and blown out of proportion where he's saying, oh, I had a nice time. We blah, blah, blah. Or he's talking about like the one-on-one -on -one date. And they come back to her and they're like, well, he's not speaking highly of you, but they can't give her any facts. And so, but it's, you know, obviously it's such a pressure cooker environment that they're in. So coming into it, she's like second guessing what she's actually feeling and it's crazy. But again, only episode three, so time will tell. Yeah, but, you know, to be like on that show, you, you could not take it seriously. Like th there's just no way that you take that seriously and still enjoy yourself. Oh, because yeah. I think your hair would fall out. I think you would like stay up all night. Like, wow, what's going on here? Just like uh, you can't right. trust me. And I think that's definitely why they've had some of like the bachelorettes leave even while they're mid taping. Oh, they do. Yeah, and they've had to like replace the main person that everybody came in to date. Wow. It's just so yeah. It's uh, that would just freak me out, like to be in front of like how many men is it at first, like thirty men or something, something and just like and you you are just like chum being thrown in the ocean, <laughs> right? Like that is that is serious. I I couldn't. Oh, I wouldn't be able to do that at all. I, mean, I remember somebody's turn on The Bachelor as yes. a guest. <laughs> yes, yes, but that was easy. I got to go in and out and uh, just watch everybody. Yeah. Wait, explain the story. Wait, Nicole, explain the story. I'm lost now. What do you mean? Oh, I did a, um, I did a guest hosting spot on it recently. Not recently, but not too long ago. Um, and they were do we put the girls through a Baywatch, um, like challenge. Yeah. So they were like trying to impress him, and uh, so I had to like run them through some drills. I mean, it's a heavily produced show, guys. And so, um, how did they contact you? How did they reach out to you? Like they just um, said, and you were like, I'm in because I watched the show. Yeah. Yeah. They, they reached out to a representative and they were like, does she want to come on and, you know, be the lifeguard for the day and put the girls through a Baywatch, you know, challenge thing. And I was like, yeah, I, of course I was all for it. I want to see how that show works. I want to be on set of that without having to be a part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> cool. And I took John with me. Me and John went, we were like, and it, it was kind of, you know what I took away from it the most is that most of those girls were so much prettier in person right? than they were. Yes. Then when I started watching the show, I was like, I don't really recognize any of them. They were right. so Where, where did Brooke go? Where? <laughs> yeah, they were so stunning in real life. And they were like still pretty on TV. I'm not saying they weren't, but not compared to what they look like in real life. So that was weird. But I guess not everybody's super photogenic. That's kind of like why when they say that people have the it factor or whatever, because not everybody films and records as beautiful as they really are. And some people film and record more beautiful than they are in real life. So it's, you know, people are photogenic and that that can get you far. Um, not being photogenic can really kind of screw it up. So I found that interesting. I found that wild. I was like, well, wait a minute. These girls were like gorgeous. And I don't know. Yeah, weird experience. Let, let me ask. Okay. I'm curious to ask both you guys, both of you, a question because I was thinking this. Whenever you know people you know in a, you realize they're going to get divorced. I've always played the game in my mind of who's going to end up better out of this divorce. Who has more options? You know. And so let's say Kyle and Mauricio 
actually, you know, break up. And I had this discussion the other day and it, I, I took one side and the other person took the other side. But I said, Mauricio is the one that ends up better. Mauricio's, you know, he's worth a hundred million dollars. You know, so is, so is Kyle, but you know, he's also, you know, obviously a person that people seem to like a lot on TV. He doesn't seem like a bad guy, seems an educated guy and yet seems to be a family guy. So, you know, he likes kids. But I think Mauricio actually ends up better than Kyle if they're both on the market, assuming Kyle's on the market. I think the women would swarm for him, definitely swarm for him. Right. She's, yeah, she's, she's not. Saying. You know, she's a woman of a certain age. It's a different, that's a whole different game, right? Like, that's so different. But here's the thing. It's like, do they have a prenup? Because if they don't have a prenup, I highly doubt they're going to divorce. And there we have it. Because as far as I know, there's not. Because she helped build the agency she helped build everything so yeah and really what is this point like is there really a a need to divorce what i said i think they'll both be fine regardless especially if kyle is exploring other avenues we'll call it yeah so yeah and who's to say she even wants to like date like maybe she's just like okay i've had it for a while um but I think they would both be fine. I think that it's sort of like this thing of like, I have the same theory all the time. Like why marry, why divorce? Like what difference does it really make except for financial? It only like really is a financial thing. Yes. In my, in my opinion. You know, <laughs> in I, my I've opinion. said and I've warned my sisters that marriage is a business. Yeah. It's a, con- it's, it's a contract, it's a, it's a business, so. Yeah, so I could see Mauricio <laughs> not really wanting to divorce or you know and i could see them like cohabit like living together for quite a while until unless they each got into something serious especially for their kids the young one the other ones are all, all out of the house probably right yeah but is the young one like 15 now Portia? yeah so she's just you know i feel like they could hold it together for yeah. she's a, an adult i feel like i i feel like they would want to if, if, if both of you had to pick just one of these shows to say, okay, I can only watch one forever, which one would you pick? It would depend on the cast. Okay. <laughs> what, what are we looking at? Um, Potomac, I've grown to love, and it was a snore fest for me, like season one. Um, you know, if the cast is season three of Roni, I'm here for it all day. Give me... Kelly Ben Simone, give me Bethany Frankel, give me Crazy Island, Jill Zarin. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Here for it. Yeah, Crazy Island. That was good. That was really good. For me, it's below deck. Because really? I feel like, yes, I love that show. I feel like um, I'll put it on and it's like I'm not even necessarily watching it all the time because it'll be reruns or whatever, but it gives me this feeling of like, when I was on a yacht in like Greece or like, <laughs> and it takes me back to this feeling of like calm and vacation and chill mode. And I just, it makes me feel comfortable. I don't know what it is. I just love that show. It's interesting. It. Yeah. I tell you, I've always been a Beverly Hills person just because I, I grew up in West LA and I always thought that was interesting, but Nicole got me into, and I had no idea that, that it was even on until she pointed it out, but I didn't realize Housewives of Miami was back. Right now, I'm so into Miami that that is the, my favorite. And it's a great season because it already yeah. played completely on Peacock, so it's yeah. all there. You could watch it back to back if you want to, but uh, yeah, Miami's great that it's back. Um, Beverly yeah, Hills, for so many like, years. Yeah, Beverly Hills took me like two seasons to like finally bite me and like get me into it but yeah because i was you know orange county boy as well so i yeah episode one through episode tonight i'm, I'm here for it i've seen everyone yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in i hate to say it i, I am I, t- t- I watch them all the time where i get super excited when you you know right before you know you joined us we we're talking about sandoval and uh and i was into vanderpump like you wouldn't believe like Literally, I've been a sports guy my whole life, but if you were going to tell me the, the season finale of Vanderpump or the Super Bowl, I was watching Vanderpump. <laughs> I was so invested. Wait, did you guys see that um, Ariana is going on Love Island? No. Love Island? Yes, Love Island. Oh, she's going to be busy with that and Dancing with the Stars. 
I know. I and then I was like, is she hosting it or is she gonna be like matched up with somebody on there? Because I like Love Island too. I like me some Love Island. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw it and it said she's off to um, to go shoot Love Island. And I was like, wow. That must be a fast shooting schedule then. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Because yeah, I already met, like I know they're already in rehearsals for Dancing with the Stars, so. Well, maybe wow. she'll go yeah, right back. after. Or, you know, a lot of times they can do double, like they'll um, yeah. rehearse. If, if, they're, if their pros travels with them and they're just practicing. Yeah, that's always something that can be doable. Yeah. Which to me seems exhausting. <laughs> can you imagine shooting a reality show and dancing all those hours? Oh, that would be so rough. John, I have a question for you about New Jersey because I, I, mean, I can't stand Teresa. But at the same time, Teresa is the magnet of the of that show. Is she? Is, is, that, is that? Well, I'm asking you. It, can that show sustain itself <clears throat> if Andy says, "You know what, Teresa, enough. It's not worth the headache anymore. You're out. Everyone else stays. You're gone." Can that show survive without Teresa? I think they would have to bring in somebody old, but not Caroline. Even though I love Caroline, um, I say bring in, and I don't. She wouldn't want to do it, but Dina. Because she was like the middle person between Carolina and Trey. My answer is yes, I think it can survive, but it, it would take a certain cast to do it. We're not bringing back Soggy. We're not making Margaret the lead. We're not, no, we need something. And and so I I know you guys know that, or maybe you don't. Um, they all, they're all coming back for season 14. The same cast of 13. So Melissa oh. and they are coming back together. They are. It's good. Yes. Danielle, everybody, they're all coming back. And Danielle too? Loud Danielle. Yes. Oh my god. They're all, they're all signed on. Wow. Maybe promoted, depending how the season from goes on to regular. She may stay friend of, but they're all signed on. I hope that they um they get away from this same argument that's just been going on for years and years and years because it is boring. Right. It is boring, but let's see if they are true to where they are and let's see if Melissa's really just done. Because I think she's done a lot to try and mend and like swallow it a lot. Where this past season she wasn't really swallowing so much for the sake of the family, the family. And let's <laughs> just let's see where it's really at. But yeah. And not bring the kids into it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Teresa's kids, are, every time they jump in, it, it makes you cringe. It yeah. does. It does, because you want to give, you want to give Gia a confessional, you want to, you know, basically you're paying her as a friend of, then she's able to be gone at if she's giving her opinion like an adult, to me. Yeah, because now she's inserting herself and she's an adult. Um, and it's also, it's a little bit strange because it's like, that's their mom, they love their mom. Their mom probably feeds them a story and they believe it. And so it's kind of like, a, you know, it's biased too. It's, and, and they're young and of course they want to protect their mom, but they, they might be on the wrong side of history here. Yeah. And, and yeah, we all know. Yeah. You can't expect them to go against their mom by any means, but um, yeah, they need to leave the kids out of it. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I, like, I, I feel like those kids grew up way too fast because of everything they went through. So they, yeah. they have this like air of like entitlement of like know it all, um, you know, and it's just it's icky. It's just like it's not it's not good. They need to go off and be kids. Right. I mean, if you're five years old singing, waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things, you're not really thinking about Lisa Frank and Hello Kitty. I said what I said. <laughs> True. <laughs> no. It's so funny. I heard Keegan and her friend singing that the other day. Yesterday. It was yesterday, actually, on the computer. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's my morning trash to my cousin all the time. <laughs> so bad. So, yeah. so bad. Speaking of other reality shows, has there, I mean, I know you guys mentioned it in a previous podcast. Um, Celebrity-wise, let, let's talk. Like, Celebrity Big Brother, CBS, my plea. Can you please release season four? Please. Yeah, I know. It's been forever and ever and ever, right? Like, I always look for one. I always think you have to be behind on that show. And then I go, and I'm like, no, I'm not. 
Right, I'm Googling it. So is it, is it something you would do? Have you? Me? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think I could. I, I don't think I could. It's been brought to the table before. And the thing about it is, is you have to like leave your family and your phone and you have to leave for a long period of time. Um, I don't have a typical household where, you know, a dad is going to step in or a partner is going to step in or a family member is going to step in. Um, I don't have that. So it's never been something that seemed very feasible for me. And I wouldn't be able to focus on playing the big brother game because I would just be thinking about my kids the whole time. Right. I'd be a nervous wreck. So. You and I would be best friends. Don't even worry. <laughs> <laughs> me kinks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure I'm like, here, John, I'll be back in 30 days. <laughs> I'll be back next month. Can you imagine? You know. Keegan's vocabulary after would <laughs> she'd know every housewife. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think she probably knows a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she already knows too much, I'm sure. Um Yes, yeah, Celebrity um, Big Brother. I like that show, and I like Big Brother in general, and there hasn't been anything new coming out of there for a while. Do you see more of these shows coming about because of this writer strike, that you're going to see more and more you know, reality shows, new shows? I mean, you're hearing stuff like they're going to start putting just game shows in primetime. Yeah, and... Um, but even some game shows are scripted, like, so it would be hard. So Personally, I mean... I know you're probably directing that towards Nicole, but I think it's going to be a lot of what's already in the can and just more reality. And more let's reality. not touch on the, uh, what is it? The Kim Kardashian, uh, Ryan Murphy thing. Yes. <laughs> let's, touch on let's, let's touch on it. I like the new show. Um, listen, I, I'm, I just like that family. I like watching that family. I, I just sit there like, whoa, it's, it's such on another level. Um, right. And the whole, the Hulu of it all, it, it does have a different vibe than totally. keeping up. Uh, what I just don't like about it is I think we're only getting, what is it, one season a year. So it spends too much time in post. So like yeah. by the time it airs, we're already past the headline scandal. So you're rehashing it for us. And we're like, yes. done. We're like, okay, wait, this is Tristan's second or third baby that he's cheated on you with. <laughs> because if I change football. You're right. Yeah, you are right. It's a little confusing. Yeah, it's a little stale. But I mean, it's, you do uh, also get a different perspective, I guess. I, I was tripping out watching um, the last episode I watched, uh, Kim and Courtney are fighting because of um, Dolce oh, Gabbana, right? <laughs> and I'm going, if this is your guys' problems, like, did my wedding, so you can't be the creative director on their show. Like, if that is your problems, I mean, you really gotta like check yourself, like get into reality. I mean, <laughs> it's like Courtney tries to be this like holistic, organic, you know, down to earth person, and she's freaking out about this. And it's like, what planet are you on? Like, can everybody work with Dolce Gabbana? <laughs> like, because you wore it, nobody else can ever wear it again. Like. Yes. Well, you know, she's lived a La Vida Dolce for the last five years. Oh, right. <laughs> sure. She's there. Sure. She knows that. Yes. I mean, it, it's a dumb argument. I mean, I'm right, just curious. Who's your, who's your favorite and least favorite Kardashian? Who are you asking? I'm at both of you. Kim's my favorite. Oh. <laughs> Rob and Rob. No. Um, <laughs> Um, so I would just have to say Chloe. Chloe's your favorite? favorite because she just is not here for the BS. <laughs> she calls them that half the time. Um, and then I don't least favorite. I don't have one. I mean, it, it's not that I dislike them. I just, yeah, yeah, they're kind of in an even playing field, but I think. Chloe would have to, if I had to pick one to like most, it would be Chloe. See, Courtney's my least favorite. And I, I used to try and like Courtney. And then when the, I've watched every episode since it started, I hate to say, but the, when she used to speak and all the time with the likes, it drove me nuts. I used to couldn't stand it. Just like, like, like over and over again. And I'm like, you're the oldest one and you sound like you're nine. 
So it was driving that, me crazy. You have siblings, Dave? Yeah, I have an older sister. Okay, see, as an oldest as an oldest child, I get it. So she gets a whole pass. <laughs> <laughs> she gets an entire pass. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's going back to what both of you said. I always always try to always pick a different one besides Kim, but Kim is my favorite. But I think if I were to hang out with somebody, I think I'd probably hang out with Chloe. So I'm on both of your sides on that one. But Kim, Kim's not a bad person. And and as much as I think people always look for a negative in something, I always say, well, I'm going to go. Kim has to be the negative. Kim isn't a negative. I'm, I'm a fan of Kim. You know, I think my, my only negative with that is that it's not real anymore. Yeah. Like there's not the, what was that? Mayonnaise vagina masks. It's not like it was when it was the sisters being young and dumb, which I get, they have families now, whatever, but that's what made people watch and fall in love. And now we're kind of just watching, I'm watching for the architecture and, and the opulence. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm watching for the cars. I, I love all their cars. I'm like, that's, that's it right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's not, it's not organic like it used to be. And it's very produced and um, thought out these days. Don't tell Courtney she's not organic. It's not organic. Nope, not. But I do still watch. I, I I admit, I do still watch. Well, thank you, thank you for sharing and catching us up because it's a lot. It it's is a lot. It's a, it's a lot. lot. <laughs> but it's like if these actors go on strike. To go back to your question, if the actors strike right now, which is happening like today or tomorrow, right? Isn't it? Um, Midnight tonight. Yeah, by tonight. Um, then I don't know that actors would even do reality stuff. I mean, some would, I guess. But it, it starts touching a funny, it starts getting in a funny area, right? Because you don't want, you want to support everything and everybody. But if you keep continuing to work, are you still supporting? I don't know. So I don't really know how all that is going to go down. But let's hope they, let's hope they just wrap this up and everything gets peacefully resolved and, you know, agreed upon. Well, thank you, John. Thank you for coming and sharing. And I will call you later. Love getting twisted with y'all. <laughs> nice seeing you, John. You Take as care. Well. care. Bye. So, Nicole, I want to ask you about uh, Larsa Pippen. Okay, dating Michael Jordan's son. Okay, okay. and it's a, it's a big story. And I turned the TV on this morning, and big TMZ story, and and the whole deal about. You know, uh, so Larza Pippen, for people who aren't aware, was married to, you know, Scotty Pippen. If you follow Housewives of Miami, Scotty Pippen was the Robin to Michael Jordan to Batman. He was a great player and he made, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. But the Jordan brand is insane still. You know, Michael Jordan hasn't played in 20 years and yet he's selling, you know, whatever, $2 billion worth of shoes every single uh, year. And, and uh, he's going to be fine financially. Actually, I think he just made $3 billion selling the Charlotte Hornets basketball team a couple weeks ago. So so the Jordan name and the Jordan brand is something else. But with Larza, she can date, you know, anyone she wants except Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan's kids. Because that right there is one of those that just hits home where you're going, that that stings the family because nobody wants to be the number two. So I understand Scottie Pippen's a Hall of Fame basketball player and all that. There's no Pippen brand. There's nothing like that. It's Michael Jordan. You know, he had to take a backseat to this guy his entire career. And now you're dating his son. You're dating Marcus. And you're going, what the hell? If I'm Scottie, I'm going, what the hell? But... Larza has a son who plays for the LA Lakers. He doesn't play a lot. He's on the team. But when he was even in college at Vanderbilt and they would travel around, the fans would kill this kid over his mother. And now that he's in the NBA, players talk trash to him nonstop on other teams. He can't escape it either because of who his mom is dating. Do you, are you of any interest at all who Larza Pippen dates? Um, first of all, I'm not like, I can't even say I'm surprised. Like, to me, it's sort of a like, of course she is. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the other side of that is like, is that sort of like a, does it make it like a Romeo and Juliet attraction because he's sort of forbidden fruit, right? So yeah. does that make him more attractive? Or did this just happen? Like, and and they probably understand each other's lives pretty well. So they're a good match. So I have all these theories. And since I don't know them personally, I can't, I can't predict it. But I think that she... Uh, definitely likes that shock value think about it 
when when she was married to Scotty and he's with the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan's on the Bulls, she's probably saw that kid hundreds of times running around as a five-year-old. And now she's dating him as a man. I mean, that is crazy. Like I always think, and maybe just the way my head works, but I always think of people when I meet them and that kind of it ingrains in my brain that that's the age. Like I have a niece who's 40 years old and we're super tight. Well, I've known her since she was seven. She's always that seven-year-old kid, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That I care about her and, and look out for. Yeah. And but I, then I don't we know. don't know that she was around him when he was a kid. You don't know that. Like maybe, maybe not. Maybe she wasn't. Because like we don't really know like how long their marriage wasn't so solid. Like how long were they still? Yeah, it's true. Up? You, you know, you, like you, we it don't might, know. maybe it was never solid. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You we know, don't know that right. she was there. Yeah, we don't know that the the mother brought the little boy you know you just don't we don't know but yes it's bizarre but i you know you're talking about reality stars and just the shock value is what they go for and nothing surprises me like i'm not i'm not surprised at all okay what about the larza you know spoke in the last um season of housewives of miami about her only fans account right you know she makes a ton of money on only fans i mean the the money is astronomical when you when you see that it is there any been has there ever been a point in your life where you're like, I'm creating an OnlyFans account? <laughs> no. Um no. no. See, here's the thing is that when you reach a certain age, I just feel like kids are no kids. I just feel like, don't you feel awkward doing these things? Like she's still pretty young though. She's still fairly young, so I can't really say that for her. I mean, yeah. Go get it. I mean, if you're comfortable doing that and you have the time to dedicate to that and you're making huge dollars, I mean, why not? You know, she she invests her money in other things, too. So it's not like it's not like she's not smart about, her, you know, her money. You're just at a certain age where I just think it's awkward. I just find it completely awkward. Um, I had been talked. I get so many requests for pictures of my feet. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So many. Ever since I was little. And I have like a really high wiki feet rating. So. Really? <laughs> yes. Now look, there are a lot of people. Look, I, I'm not, I'm that's <laughs> not my thing. But there are a lot of people who are into the feet. The first person I ever heard of that was in the feet was Eddie Murphy. Oh, and then right? it seems like there are a ton of people that are in the feet. Ton of people into feet. Um, so I have joked about like I could just start an OnlyFans with my feet. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, even those are getting wrinkly. Um, <laughs> there's a girl. There's a girl from the 90 Day franchise. Yeah. The 90 Day. And she was selling farts in a jar. No way. Yeah, she made a ton, makes a ton oh my of money. Gosh. Farts in a jar. Oh my god. There's a market for everything. There's now, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, how do I share a planet with the people that are buying farts in a jar? Like, you know what I mean? What the hell is going on? How does that work? Does it still yeah. smell when you open it? Like, yeah. down the <laughs> Does the smell die down? Or <laughs> Explain to your parents. on Hey, where did all your money go? What do you mean you can't afford your electric bill? I'm buying farts in a jar. I fart. Yeah. Farts also good. I mean, oh my gosh. wild. Yeah. So there that, is definitely a market for it all. Oh my God. That goes right back to what you said right at the very beginning on why you would, you would dip your toe into the lady pond right there. Just because right it's only guys buying that crap. Girls aren't buying that shit. You know, that is, that is it. All right. Let's get to uh, Nicole's mailbag. Again, okay. we have uh, people that are, are nice enough to participate and we encourage you to participate. Nicole's mailbag. All you have to do, if you want to ask Nicole a question, you go to perfectly twisted pod.com and uh, we'll throw the questions at her. This one, uh, we have three from Jackie H that I grabbed. All right. Okay. It says, um, were you close friends with Alyssa Milano when you were doing the TV show? Who's the boss? Um, you know, what's interesting about that. Yes. Um, they pretty much hired, created my character on the show because they wanted her to have like friends around. And she was from the East, from the East coast here on the West coast. And like, I don't think she knew a lot of people yet. Um, and so, yes, we definitely would have sleepovers and hang out and go out outside of work. Yeah. Oh, that's that's wild. Yeah, yeah, it's now you were brought on. If I if I can remember, you were brought on that show as her best friend, correct? Yes. 
Okay. Yes, her like um, wealthy uh, friend. She could never afford to like do all the things I was doing. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. And your name? What, what was your name? Marcy, Marcy on that show? Yeah, Marcy. Marcy. Look at that. That's the first time I ever saw you. By the way, was it when you were on that show? That that yeah. that's funny. I think I've told you this before. I might have said it even on this on the podcast, but. That's when I was, you know, I sound weird saying this now because you're a little kid, but I was a little kid too. I was the same age going, there's not one person in my school that looks like that girl when I, when I saw you. And I was like, when's Marcy coming back? I could be warning more shows, more episodes, you know? Damn it. You know, so I think I was watching Who's the Boss waiting for you. Um, next question. Was Pamela Anderson nice to you on Baywatch? Yes. Um, yes. She's a sweet lady. Uh, I knew her before Baywatch. So um, how, how did you know her? Because um, she was dating Scott Baio. And okay. so she was on set of Charles in Charge a lot. And um, she did a guest spot on Charles in Charge. So we spent, you know, time. So, And then she was dating David Charvet, who was a childhood friend of mine, who I had known yeah. forever and ever. So we all went into Baywatch knowing each other. Oh, that's so, cool. Yes, all good stuff. So there's no intimidation factor at the time when you joined the show? Um, you know, I... <laughs> Well, I looked at her and I thought, you know, I'm not going to compete with her. So that's why I cut my hair off short. And um, and I was supposed to be like the rookie lifeguard. You know, uh, she was an established lifeguard and I was supposed to be like the young kid training to be a lifeguard. So I was really trying to go for like just the more athletic, the more athletic look and, you know, not not try to compete with her at all. Because that that wasn't my my genre. That wasn't my, you know. Yeah, it wasn't my jam. So uh, I let her do her thing and I, I, you know, did mine and it worked out great. You know, I always like when the answer to those questions are she was great. No matter who we're talking about, it's always so disappointing to hear that someone that we might have watched for years in film or movie or TV and, and then realized they weren't a nice person off there. So that, that's good. To hear that she was nice. All right. Next question from Jackie was what's your favorite perfume right now? I do not wear perfume. Perfume gives me a banging headache. Um, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I do wear um, like an essential oil, an oil. I don't know if it's essential. I wear like a body oil in my lotion and I've worn it since I was probably 14 years old. Um, and it's called China Rain. And I, I go back and forth between China Rain and China Lily. But that's what I wear. It's what I've always worn. And um, anybody who like knows me and is around me a lot knows exactly what the smell is. And uh, yeah, that's my that's my fave. Oh, there you go. All right, grab two from uh, Jason Stewart. It says Nicole loved the show. Was wondering with Dave being a super fan <laughs> by coming to a bunch of Charles in Charge tapings. Man, I feel awful right now. Um, was that how this podcast came about, or were you friends uh, since then, and or did he reach out to you recently for this show? I think we talked about this a little bit before. Um, so Dave invited me to be on his podcast and yeah. um, kind of gave like reminded, like reintroduced himself to me and we, we kind of caught up. And so I guest started on his and then we became friends and we, we, we remained friends. If I could speak, we remained friends. Um, yeah. And then um, when I was thinking about doing a podcast, Dave reached out to me and was like, if you're serious, Let's do this. I can help you and we can get going. And voila, here we are. That it, It's absolutely true. Well, here's the funny thing is to Jason, give you a little bit of a background. I did a, a morning show in San Diego for 20 years, morning radio show. And Nicole was part of that show, but she had no idea she was part of that show. So she was always a big topic on the show. And the listeners, her name came up all the time for 20 years because I told the Charles and Charge stories. And it turned into the whole San Diego audience said, you were a stalker, meaning me. And I was so offended by that. But everyone took it, ran with it nonstop. You were stalking Nicole Eggert, you freak. And uh, it, it's so for 20 years, it's been just a running joke that this whole Nicole Eggert deal. And, and it's I even got a message today. It was someone asked me, goes, what are you doing up so early? I got up at four in the morning, Nicole, and I sent a text. Hey, idiot, don't ever text me at four in the morning. I know you're sitting there waiting for Nicole Eggert text, but I'm actually sleeping. And I, and I was laughing because you and I text all the time now. And uh, the guy was trying to be a smart ass to me, but at the same time, doesn't realize you and I do talk all the time. Yeah. So, Touché. Uh, it cra it cra yeah, it cracked me up. All right. Last <laughs> question from, from Jason. We'll get on out of here. Dating in Hollywood must have been hard. 
Uh, who did you want to go on a date with that you never did? And were you, were you uh, ever too shy to ask somebody out? Way too shy to ask anybody out. I've never asked anybody out in my life. That's never happened. It would never happen. No, 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 no. I think no, that surprises well. people that you, that you said you were shy. It surprises people? I think I think that would. Because, uh, you look, you're not blowing smoke. And I think a lot of people who are watching you and listening to you now, we watched you grow up. I mean, you you know, you're on you know TV. The confidence oozes out on this show. The confidence oozes out and to say this girl can have anything she wants. So I think people are probably surprised to hear you say that you were shy. I was so shy. I, I mean, horribly, horribly shy. I'm not anymore, um, but I still don't think I would ask somebody out. Um, I, I just don't think I would go there, but I'm not shy anymore. Now I'll talk to anybody, anything. I'm fine. I don't know what switch. Something clicked at 50. <laughs> I just didn't give a shit anymore. I was like, here we are. <laughs> Might as well talk to people. But no, I, I was horribly, horribly shy, painfully shy growing up and insecure and all of those things. So, um, you know, if I'm playing a character, it's, you know, that's acting. That is not, that is not who I was at all. There you go. There you go. So was there anybody that you ever oh, wanted to go out with? Um, not really. I mean, not really. I was around. You could sound, you could sound cocky and say, look, I dated everybody I ever wanted to date. You could say it. <laughs> well, I feel like the opportunities were there for anybody that I maybe was interested in. Those opportunities have been there. Um, and so, and I, I've never really been one to have like a, like a celebrity crush. Yeah. It's not like, for me, it's a it's something that happens like when you meet in person. I don't really like look at somebody and go, oh yeah, I want to date them. That doesn't, that's not how it works for me. For me, it's, it's something that happens like in person. Um, so, yeah, not really. <laughs> do you, do you watch, do you watch movies now or even sporting events? And like, you know, you, you mentioned Derek Jeter a few weeks ago. Do you watch and say, you know, I dated that person or do you just fall into the movie or whatever you're watching? Does your head go back immediately to, you know, I spent private time with that person. Yeah. Sometimes I, I don't put too much thought into it. Cause like, for, like it's weird as it sounds, that's just normal for me. Like, of course, anybody I probably dated is going to be on TV. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's just sort of like, um, it all it just sort of is normal, my normal. So it, I don't put a whole lot of thought into it. No. Not really. Okay, but, here's, uh, here's another here's okay. another avenue I got to ask you because, okay. I, again, I, I've been lucky enough to meet a lot of people just through my, my job and through sports and everything else. Most of the time when I watch sporting events, I, I've met that person that I'm watching. And then I think back to being a little kid going, how crazy is that? I would never guess that I would know everybody that's up to bat or everybody who's playing in a basketball game or a football game and going, I know those guys. I've talked to those people and then I start looking around the room of people I'm watching the game with. I'm like, they don't have that same connection. And I, you know, not to, I don't want to come off that I'm bragging, but at times I go, what an amazing life, you know, that I literally know everybody on TV. And for you, do you sit there and, and ever like, like take it in and go, man, this has been a, a crazy run. This has been pretty cool that I know so many of these people that I admire and other people admire. Yeah, sure. I mean, and, you know, it's fun to have watched people's careers over the years um, and people you once knew that maybe you really don't know anymore, but you did know them. And, um, you know, you, you watch what happens to everybody in everybody's life and, you you know, you cheer people on from the side, you know, quietly. And so that part of it, yeah, it's really, it's cool. It's cool. But, you know, I also feel that way about anybody else in normal life that's not on TV that's doing well, yeah. you know, killing it in whatever their field is or whatever they're doing. I feel that way about a lot of things and a lot of people. So I just like to see people I knew do well. I mean, that's like the best, the best feeling. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same way. And, and nothing against people that, that get up super early in the morning and work their 12, 13, 14 hour days. I, I understand they're working hard as people used to always call and complain to me, you know, it's ridiculous. Basketball players make, you know, this amount of money or ba baseball players make this amount of money. And I used to always say back to them, well, what TV station is your cubicle on at work? I go, no offense, but there's, there's an entertainment, you know, even through the great depression, people paid for entertainment. 
Sure. And when, when you can entertain it, it's just different. It, there's an interesting point of it. So it's nothing to do about how hard you're working. You know, I used to point out to my kids all the time, the guy working at the, the drive through at McDonald's works much harder than I do talking on the radio. The deal is people have an interest in, in what we're saying compared to the guy who's handing you, you know, the burgers and the fries and for you and the next guy, it's just the way life is. It's not a, yeah. an ego thing. So the fact that you're, you know, in popular TV shows and the most popular TV show in the history of the world is it's a big deal. You know, it's, it's, it's a unique ride that a lot of people don't get a chance to do. And, and, um, I know you aren't going to pat yourself on the back for it, but I was saying it is, it is a unique life, you know, it is a unique life. And you know, the other thing is, is that people say like, it's not fair that they make that much money, but it's also not forever. It's also not all the time. And, um, and especially with athletes, I mean, you definitely, and a, a lot of female actresses, let's be honest, you, you're, you're, you expire, there's an expiration date. And um, so it's not like, you know, it's, yeah, I could go on and on about it, but no. um, you know. yeah, it, it's true. You're, you're absolutely right. It comes to an you're end at some point. So and, much and... Of yourself. I, don't, I, don't, I also don't think people realize like how much athletes give of themselves and their bodies physically, mentally, emotionally. And actors and celebrities do too, because that's their, their life is all in, consumed and it's, um, you know, you don't get a lot of private life. So, yeah. you know, it's a trade-off. Yeah. It's interesting. You mentioned women in the business and even women who do television news, you know, most yeah. women in television news are out of a job age 40. It's, it's just the way it is. They're going for the next, next pretty face. Yeah. It's horrible. It's, it's yeah. got to change. Um, Ab absolutely. Not uh, with AI. Be... Let's change not... it with AI, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Boy, we uh, we always seem to go a little bit long, but that was great having John on the show, man. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's fun, right? Because he really, yeah. he knows all the stuff. And he'll yeah. like tell me all the things that are going on there. Like, thank God, because I wouldn't have time to research all that. Yeah, I think he did all the Too work much. for both of us. So that was pretty cool. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for joining cool. us, guys. And don't forget to subscribe and go and leave a review, please ratings and reviews are amazing whether you love me or hate it <laughs> you love or hate whatever go leave a review and um we'll see you next week and Perfect. oh and mondays yes you're not crazy we changed it um we are gonna air on mondays from now on it was a bit of a tough grind to do we shoot wednesdays and then we were airing on thursdays and it's just really quick turnover so to try to help make a better show we're gonna give us a give josh a few days to edit and um so Mondays, check us out. Perfect. All right. We'll yeah. see you next week. Bye.